champions, Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. Let the celebration begin. Who would have thought the biggest story of cutdown day would be an addition group? Not me. But Not it's me. a good one. <laughs> it is a good one, and we're we're gonna talk all about it on this edition of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Ruben Frank, Dave Zangaro. A lot to get to. We were ready for a busy podcast no matter what happened, but a lot to talk about now. And we always say a lot to get to tonight. There's really a lot to get to. <laughs> there really is. Some days Dave says that and there isn't. Yeah, sometimes I lie. Like and sometimes we, we fake our way through it. We're sitting there like the first week of June and we're going to like, you know, count down the top 10 like kickers in Eagles history <laughs> or something. Like a lot to get to. No, there's not. But yeah. tonight there is. Yeah, t- today there definitely is. Uh, we'll start with the trade, and then we'll go position by position through the roster. And then at the end, Rube has some trends uh, that'll be some fun things to to come away with after this pod. But let's start with the trade. Well, during the pod, not after the pod. Well, for people after the pod. After we record the pod, people get it. They don't get it simultaneously. We're not live. Okay, but it's part of the pod. I don't want people to think like it's going to – I'm just going to sit here after the pod and talk. I don't think people think that. Yeah, I, I don't think we have to, to guard against that, but you're free to stay here as long as you want. Michael Buble in the building tonight. Know you're a big fan. You can go check that I'll out. I'll be in the mosh pit. All right. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let's get to the trade. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I was surprised by it. I didn't see this coming. I thought there was still a chance they added someone at the safety position because they kind of struck out most of this offseason, especially when they cut Joukowsky Tart, you thought, all right, well, they still haven't figured this position out. And now it looks like they have. Yeah. And Howie being Howie, uh, it's a, he didn't give up much and got a, a pretty good player, a young player, 24 years mm-hmm. old, uh, but with a lot of experience. And, you know, the, the biggest question to me is like, mean, he's got 12 days to get up to speed. Yeah. Um, that's not easy to do. And if Anthony Harris was a security blanket, he's gone. Um, I Look, we've talked about Anthony Harris. I've made it clear that, um, you know, I just – I don't think a lot of him as a player, and I never never thought they would release him. But if he's not going to start, there's no per, there's no reason. He's not the kind of guy – you know, you don't keep him around as a depth guy. Um, so, you know, he's 30. He doesn't fit Although into there, the future. I mean, there would be some logic in it, especially because, you know, like you mentioned, you got – limited time to get yeah yeah maybe and i i mean i think there's probably still a chance we'll see him again um we'll, we'll see what happens but it, it's it's a lot to, to throw at a guy in 12 days and you know we'll see how he handles it and, and you know it's funny because we keep talking about i mean they they've tried you know different you know slot corners and at safety they they brought in tart didn't work out um they they've tried a bunch of different things Marcus Epps has never been a full-time player either, mm-hmm. and I like Marcus Epps, and I think he's going to be okay, but the whole position is like in a real state of flux here. Yeah, and it's a good point. We, we all kind of assume Marcus Epps is going to be fine, but you never know. And and CJGJ here is – he's played most of his snaps in the NFL as a nickel. I think there is a natural carryover to what Jonathan Gannon wants him to do in this defense, but I, I still think it's somewhat of a projection. Yeah, no question about it. And – I mean, to get it, if, if, but if they can get a guy twelve days before the opener to to help solve a problem, I mean, I, I like what they did. Well, it, it it might take a while, but I'd rather have him out there than Anthony Harris. Period. Yeah, he's a playmaker. 
Anthony Harris is not a playmaker. Yeah, he's a 24-year-old playmaker. If you get a, a chance to get that guy for what they got him. I mean, so here's the, the terms of the trade. The Eagles got Gardner Johnson and a seventh-round pick in 2025. The Eagles gave up a fifth-rounder in 2023. And the worst of their sixth-round picks in 2024, you remember they traded away Ugo Amadi recently. They got a sixth-round pick for him from the Titans. So... So this is J-Jaw, basically. They use J-Jaw in, in, in a roundabout way. This is what Howie does. He makes these trades that and, – and certainly kill him for the J-Jaw pick initially. At, like, we're not saying don't do that. He deserves blame for that pick. But after that, like, to to have this this player that you know you're going to cut, to trade – and you get Ugo Amadi. You say, all right, we're not going to use him. Let's get a pick for him. And then you turn around and potentially use that pick or you get an extra pick that you're going to throw in this deal – it's it's impressive stuff, and I give him credit for being willing to make these trades. I don't think a lot of GMs would even bother making, honestly. Yeah, I, I think that's true. He's he's very creative, and he doesn't like to sit still. And uh, he's he's always his his mind his mind works in some complicated ways, <laughs> and, and is able to. He's a few steps ahead. Yeah, I mean, especially on these trades, thinking about well, just he. he he has a very calculated mindset when it comes to these things. Yeah. Yeah, and he really does. It served them well here. And you know, I, this is a, a 24 year old kid in a contract year. He plays well. Might have something there. Might have something. And you're really going to have him or Mark. You might not be able to sign both of them, him or Marcus Epps, but whichever one you want to keep long-term, you'll, you'll have the opportunity in the first crack to sign them to a long-term deal. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that was, it's been a it's been a summer of surprises or going back to April, going mm -hmm. back to the, you know, I mean, how he likes to pull these things on uh, unsuspecting public. And he did it again. Yeah, he's always he's always ready to pull the trigger on trades. It's amazing how many new starters are going to be on defense. It's incredible. Like on everyone's talking about all these pieces on offense. They really added A.J. Brown Yeah, and, and Pascal. Pascal but yeah. as far as starters go, they right. added A.J. Brown on defense. I mean, think about all the starters they added. They added Hassan Reddick, Kaiser White, James Bradbury, and now Gardner Johnson. And then Jordan Davis is in the mix. A quasi-starter. Quasi-starter. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. they get Brandon Graham back. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Somebody asked Kelsey in a presser a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was before he had his surgery. He asked him uh, about all the changes and all the new guys on offense. He's like, we added one receiver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, all the changes have been on defense. And, you know, it's – look, Howie has given Jonathan Gannon every piece that he needs. Yeah. He's upgraded every level of this defense uh, up front, edge rushers, uh, linebacker certainly, uh, secondary, corner big time, safety now big time. Um, so there's no excuses. And I, I think they'll be good, and I think Gannon's a good coach, and I think people will see that. But – um, this better be a top 10 defense with what Howie is. Giving. It really feels like this is Gannon's last year, no matter what, right? Because if, if he coaches well and this defense is really good, then he probably gets hired somewhere as a head coach. And if it's not good and if they don't live up to expectations, then he shouldn't be back. That's fair. I mean, there could be an NBA, there could be like a middle ground. It's not very big, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. No, that's a good point. What um, do you make of the CJ, GJ? Um, trade and, and his fit in this defense. Well, it, yeah, it's it's hard to say without really knowing how he's going to make that transition. Mm -hmm. um, he has played safety snaps before, so it's not entirely new for him. And um, I thought I thought Nick Sirianni was surprisingly um, open. You know, he usually doesn't explain these kind of things, but he said, you know, that he explained some of the areas where there's overlap between. Uh, you know, playing nickel corner and playing safety, which was unusual for him to kind of go X and O on that. Yeah, normally we have to wait for Gannon to get the X yeah. on defense. Yeah, so that so I you know I I think he you know he he brings an attitude, he brings a little uh, chippiness. I I really liked what what Nick said, and I think it's true. He's the type of player you hate when he's not on your team, and you love him when he is. He's like that. He's a hockey instigator. He's Marth, Matthew Barnaby. He's Ty Domi. It's like, well, Phillies fans hated Bryce Harper until he, yeah. he's like the most popular player in franchise history. Yeah, there's some guys that just they rub you the wrong way until until they're yours, and then you just love them. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so he's chippy, man. He he is a smack talker, and uh, he's going to be fun to watch. They have to have to rein him in at times. Yeah, and yeah, no doubt you'll be making some Friday calls to the league. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> did did Chauncey get fined for no for the the, the other one? Yeah. <laughs> These um, eight plays. Did get <laughs> um, but yeah, there's really no downside. You didn't give up much, uh, and you addressed. Quite possibly uh, 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 the biggest need that they have. How many times this summer have we said they addressed everything but safety? And and they wanted to. I mean, the, their history this offseason shows that they wanted to. They tried to go after Marcus Williams. Surprise got out of hand. They wanted. They they went after Justin Reed for a little bit. They were interested in Tyron Matthews. So like they tried to upgrade safety and everything fell through. So you had the feeling that at some point they're going to figure out a way to address this. I didn't think it would come this late in the process. And, sure. and I'm sure they hoped that Chikwaski Tart was going to suffice and that didn't, he got cut um, on Monday. So uh, it's an interesting move. And, and there is, it again, even talked about how the, the nickel and the safety positions kind of mirror each other in this defense. And we saw it out there on the practice field with Josiah Scott and Andre Sachere and Scott's kind of now the backup at those two positions in a way. Right. Yeah. And, that's and where... even look, if, if the, I, I think they clearly brought Garner Johnson here to be a safety. He wants to be a safety because he wants to get paid like a safety and not a nickel corner. Sure. By the way, nickel corner is still very underpaid in the league, which doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, They're basically a starter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's one of my things. I hate that, that they're underpaid. It makes no sense. Um, you you want to know why Avante Maddox loves Dave? That's why. <laughs> yeah, it's true though. That, that there's no reason outside there, there. There shouldn't be that big of a difference between the outside corners and. It takes it takes the, it takes contracts a while to catch up. I mean, yeah. ten years ago, nickel corner wasn't. I know, but it's now it's they're playing eighty percent of the snaps. Sure. Yeah. they should get paid more. And that wasn't the case yeah. not that long ago. But uh, our colleague Barrett Brooks brought up the point that you know Avante Maddox has played safety too. So I think they're bringing Garner Johnson here to play safety. But if look, if he's not ready to play safety from day one, they have the option to throw him in there at nickel, a position he's more familiar with, and drop Avante if they need to. Yeah, probably not ideal because, I mean, Avante is better in the slot than he is a safety. But I think he's a stopgap as a safety. Um, but, I mean, I like Avante wherever he is other than outside corner. But um, – I, I'm I'm sure that's not the not the not the main goal, but I, I guess it is a fallback option. Yeah, it gives you some options, and yeah. they they love this versatility. And uh, another thing, and that's why they like Josiah Scott because he has the versatility to back up both spots. Exactly. And Gardner Johnson is like he's fun. I'll have to go back and watch him a little deeper. But what I've seen of him is like he his coverage ability is there, and we've seen him mostly at the nickel. So it'll be a little different just in terms of like. He'll, he'll be looking at more of the defense a little deeper, but I don't think he's going to become like a deep safety all the time. And sure. he's going to have to carry. He's going to have to cover guys. Um, he he can probably match up against some bigger slot corners and tight ends lining up inside than Avante can. Yeah. And they'll use him like that. Yeah. Versatility, moving guys around. Can I do my Gardner rankings? Eagles have had four guys named Gardner, right? Andrew Gardner. Gardner Minshew. You remember Andrew Gardner. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and, I don't know, the fourth. 1999, second-round pick. Played played youth Barry Gardner, wow. Played youth football against Donovan. Barry Gardner is uh, an agent now. Is he? He's a player agent. Really? I wonder if he has uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. He does Johnson. not. He has one eagle. Do you know who it is? I know Joe Panos is an agent now. Mm -hmm. Joe P Panagiotopoulos is his real full name. I appreciate him then for... Sure. <laughs> um, no, who does Barry have? Uh, Sean Bradley. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Well, how would you rank the Gardeners? I would probably go um, Andrew Gardner one. I would I would go uh, Minshew one, uh, Chauncey two, Andrew three. Barry Barry was not very good. I hope he's a better agent than he was a linebacker. <laughs> but um, Andrew Gardner started like fifteen games. Yeah, he was with the Texans. That's why I remember. Uh -huh. I think I covered him in both spots. He had there was like that random time where there was like a, a Texans Eagles pipeline. That's how you got here. <laughs> yeah, me, Barwin, Brooks, Gardner, Donnie Jones, James Harden, 
James Harden, a little outside the box. Who was the other one? Rock Carmichael. <laughs> All right, let's yeah. let's get back to once the... we bring up a Rock Carmichael. Yeah, we know it's time to change. You got anything something. else in the trade? It was fun. It's it's an exciting move. Yeah, I'm excited to see how. And of course, Nick Sirianni talks about competitive advantage that they're not going to explain how they're going to use them. But there's only so many options here. Yeah, they're going to play him at D tackle. Yeah. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Uh, yeah. All right. You want to go through this roster? Let's do it. All right, we'll start kind of just at the beginning. We'll go offense to defense. They ended up going pretty heavy on defense, 23 players on offense, 27 on defense, which is what I anticipated. Some of the names are a little different. Yeah, same here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Jimmy Kemsky won our uh, our Eagles beat writer pool. I forgot to send mine in. Yeah, well, you saved. Say five bucks. Save five. I remember that to say that. I don't know. I, I thought about that. <laughs> like big gambling. Uh, Commission well, the five down. bucks is for Dunkin' Donuts. How about can I just say one thing? I go into Dunkin' Donuts. I, I texted Dave, asked he wanted. Man, you're to, really this. No, listen to this. So on the way to on the way to the Eagles, this is my fourth time here. Press in conference. This. I I, get, I asked for a large iced tea with extra ice. I get the iced tea. There's no ice in it. So I say, can I have a little cup of ice, please? It's hot out. And she says that'll be a dollar. I'm like, what do you, just ice. Just I just want a cup of ice. She goes, it's a dollar. I said, well, wait a minute. I asked for extra ice. There's no ice in here. You can't charge me because you messed up my drink. And um, so she she takes my iced tea. She pours half of it out and puts ice in it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she lost my business. Anyway. I, uh, I'm i sure Mrs. Duncan's upset about that. Uh, they are. They are not happy. I See, I am so averse to confrontation. I would have just paid the dollar and gotten out of there. They weren't going to get my dollar, not for ice. <laughs> Sell me ice. All right, let's Great. go through this roster. All We've right. promised this a few times now. Um, quarterback, they it's kept my fault. You start my fault. You start talking about Rock Carmichael. All right, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, Gardner Minshew, no Reed Sinet, no Carson Strong. I, I think Reed Sinet, if you would have just had a a decent preseason, yeah, and he, like he would have been on this team, but he was just so awful. Yeah, you look at what he did with the Dolphins last year. He had like. 107.7 passer rating yeah. in the preseason. That's all. He didn't even have to do that. Just be good, mm -hmm. and you're on the team. Um, we didn't have a chance to ask Howie about uh, Carson Strong, mm -hmm. um, but I don't think they're going to bring him back. If I'm him, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, why come would back. you come back here? I mean, he's going to get an offer to be on somebody's practice squad. So, thank. I would. I, I would expect them to bring uh, Reed Snet back. Oh, I'll tell you what. If they're if Look around. Somebody comes available. Take a look. Uh, take a look around because yeah. I can't see Reed Sinet ever really actually helping this team. Yeah, and they will have three quarterbacks. How he confirmed that yeah, they will have someone on the on the practice squad, which is you have to. You have to. The quarterback's so important that you have to do it, especially here at the factory. <laughs> yeah, the factory needs to keep going. Big hit for the factory, by the way. Yeah, Carson Strong not panning out. Yeah, um, Clayton Thorson's available. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Running back, same three as last year. After all this, yeah, yeah. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell. Uh, they cut Jason Huntley. They cut Brooks Kennedy. DeAndre Torrey was already gone. Kennedy Brooks. What did I say? Brooks Kennedy. That would work too. That'd be a better name for running. It back. actually, he would have made the team Brooks if he Kennedy's was Brooks on Kennedy. The 53. He's on <laughs> yeah, Kennedy Brooks is gone. It didn't really see much from him. No. In training camp, Huntley had a few flashes, but nothing sustained. I think Huntley might be back on the practice squad. I bet they bring a new guy in on practice squad. Okay. And, and Huntley might be also. There's 16 spots. Yeah. Um, so, but 
Yeah, and I mean that tells you that they only keep three. That tells you Miles is healthy. He's fine. They think he'll be fine. Yeah, that's a good sign, probably. Yeah. yeah. Right, you think he's going to practice tomorrow? I think he will. I don't know. We'll yeah. find out. I don't know. I, I think I think he'll be if, if he he better be practicing Wednesday next Wednesday. That's what really matters. Yeah. Uh, five receivers: AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Zach Pascal, and Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager. I mean, I I think. Probably until three fifty nine, Howie was working the phones, trying to trade Jalen Rager. But ultimately, he's still here. Yeah, um, and we both had him on our on our roster. It just they just weren't going to cut him. And um, you know, I'm, I'm sure Deion Kane will be uh, on the on the practice squad. I'm sure he'll play at some point. Um, I, I would. I don't know what they're going to do with Devin Allen. Uh, I would bring him back. I think he showed enough to. Um, you know, I think you made the point the other day that he, he, do you really want to spend the resources to develop a 27 year old guy? But um, he has a couple traits that I think are worth mine. <laughs> he has one trait that's worth keeping. Yeah, but he's tough too, and that surprised me about him. Yeah, a lot of guys are tough. No, a lot, no, there aren't a lot of Olympian. Sprinters. No, no, I agree. Obviously, he's got world class speed, but I'm just saying it's more, he's. I think he showed that he's a little more than that. Sure, sure. Um, so, and and just the 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 pace that he started trending upward was encouraging to mm -hmm. me. So I think he's worth taking a look at. Britton Covey, I, I'd bring him back too. Yeah, I, I wouldn't – and be averse to any of those three. I Part of me wonders, like, I think Kane has a shot to get claimed. A shot. Yeah, I don't think he will, mm -hmm. but a I, shot. I, yeah. I think Devin Allen has a, a non-zero chance too. I agree. Because people see the speed, and team, you know how coaches are. They think, I'm going to be the guy to get the most out of these tools. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if do you really want him on your on your fifty three for the first month of the season? I don't uh, know. There, there's some, you know. Think about if the Eagles didn't a few years ago, the Eagles would probably have him. You know. Yeah. A few years ago, when they were, you know, we take, don't have to get into it. Like, take him over Paul Turner, Bryce Strays, or you know, like. Yeah. Doriel Green Beckham. Bryce Strays was actually a pretty good sprinter in college as well. Mm -hmm. Not not quite as good as. Cool. We'll see what happens there. I, I I do agree with you. I think there's a chance all three of those guys end up on the practice squad. A few other cuts, John Hightower. Um, he actually actually looked okay the other night. Yeah, I, I think his time here is probably over. I would think so. Um, I'm sure somebody will bring him in and take a look at him. Mm -hmm. He's got, you know, I mean, he's got good size and he's fast. Yeah, he just isn't yeah. very good. I thought it was interesting the other day. He was the, I believe he's the only draft pick they cut. I believe he's the only one of their own draft picks that they that they cut today i think anyway go ahead i'm listening i'm gonna look that up yeah, i think you're right they got davion and Kayvon and yeah yeah um the other day jalen hurts was asked about his work ethic and if there was anyone who he feels has really benefited from it and like come a long way in that regard he mentioned hightower yeah i found that interesting first that hurts gave a specific yeah. Example, but Hightower has some tools. Yep. It wasn't clicking, and I think a lot of that was probably on him. Yeah, no doubt. Um, it, it's weird. He's so quiet that you just never – it's just hard to get a sense of what he's mm -hmm. thinking, what he's – you know, where he is. Um, yeah, he was the only one of their former – 33 Eagles draft picks made the team, and he was the only one who got cut. Yeah. All right. Tight end. Dallas Goddard. Dave obviously just found my my stat really compelling. Like, okay, let's talk about Rock Carmichael some more. <laughs> Dallas Goddard, Jack Stoll, and Grant Calcaterra holds off Noah Tangiai. Well, now he's not on the team. We can call him Noah Tagoa again. <laughs> Noah Tagoa back to the practice squad? Um, well, he could Tagoa to another team. Yeah, I, I and I think league-wide there's kind of a tight end shortage right now so they might lose him but if they don't i think that that's an easy no-brainer oh, yeah. yeah no question uh, he's a guy that i thought you know if calcaterra didn't come back from that hammy yeah. i'd be fine keeping noah as a third tight end yeah. it really feels like calcaterra came back at just just in the nick of time you're right you're right and uh, and and showed that he's healthy and, and still can be productive he missed a lot of time mm -hmm. uh it's a weird you know i mean it's been like Goddard and Ertz for so long. Before that, it was Ertz and Selleck. They've always had two kind of really big-time tight mm -hmm. ends. 
And Stoll's really a blocker, and Calcaterra's really a receiver. So they don't have that second. You know, it's first time in a long time yeah. um, that they haven't had that second really in a decade since uh, Ertz was drafted in 13. So, um, Oh, I forgot to mention Greg Ward they put on IR. Yeah. I'd assume at some point they'll come to an injury settlement with him and right. he'll be gone. But Yeah. It must be quite a toe injury. Yeah, I mean. Missed a month. A turf toe injury, if that's what it is, can be pretty significant. Yeah. Yeah, that is bad injury. Yeah. Especially for a receiver. What is turf? That's like nerve damage, right? Uh, uh, ligament, I believe. Ligament, okay. I'm no doctor. Dr. Zangaro. I'm pro- if I'm wrong, please don't tweet me about it. I don't care. I, w- I will tweet you. Uh, offensive line? Yeah. Jordan Mailato, Anna Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Samalo, Lane Johnson. We know those five are the starters. And then the first four backups – all pretty much had Cam Jurgens, Andre Dillard, Sua Opeta, Jack Driscoll. We, as long as Dillard wasn't traded, we knew those four would be here. The tenth guy, a bit of a surprise, Josh Sills, undrafted rookie from Oklahoma State. Yeah, and you were you were talking him up the other day. Um, uh, turf toe is a sprain to the main joint of the big toe. A sprain, um, almost exclusively occurs in sports activities. Which is interesting. Um, your toe forcibly. Well, you're not on turf in a lot of other bends. situations, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but I mean, you could be like running in a parking lot to. You That's know. athletic. What? Running is athletic. But it's not on turf. Anyway, so it happens when the big toe bends too far up toward the front of the foot, uh, beyond its normal limits. Anyway, um, yeah, it's Josh Sills, uh, big dude. We all we kind of thought Jack Anderson had to change. This is kind of what makes it fun, not for Jack Anderson, but <laughs> for although know, he's someone who might end up somewhere else. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, and if he doesn't, if he doesn't end up somewhere else, he'll, um, he's a lock for the practice squad. It just shows you what kind of depth they have on that O line. I mean, Coyote Awasika is a guy who last year, I mean, he we were both really high on him. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was a potential, you know rotational guy at some point and they you know they cut him they cut jack anderson and sills made the team undrafted from oklahoma state i think it's interesting and and my theory on this is that sills is really tackle guard versatile whereas anderson is guard center right and the eagles don't need a backup center they have kelsey and jurgens so they probably view the tackle guard versatility a little bit higher than guard center versatility. Yeah, I, I think that's true. Um, Howie even said they play different positions when I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of them both as as guards, but yeah. um, guard tackles. Sill's got a lot of work at tackle. Yeah, and, and this summer. that's more valuable. Let's, mm-hmm. let's face it. If you can play guard tackle, you're more valuable than guard You know when summer. I started paying attention to Sills? Uh, doing my series with Kyron Johnson, I was asking him, like, who do you go up against most days, even though I can see it. Uh, and he mentioned Sills, and he talked about how good Sills was and how much of a, a challenge it was for him. So that kind of opened my eyes a little bit, and I started watching Sills a little closer. And um, So I'm not shocked that he made the team. I'm surprised because I thought Anderson was in the lead for that. And honestly, if you had to pick which of those two guys is more likely to get through waivers, I think Sills is more likely to get through. But the Eagles value him enough to keep him and, and take that chance. Yeah, um, a couple of things about Josh Sills. Um, he's from Sarahsville, Ohio. We get Sarah Baker a jersey, Josh Sills jersey. Um, he, he only played one year at Oklahoma State. He went to uh, West Virginia for four years and then did a grad a grad transfer year at uh, Oklahoma State. But he's huge. He's a big dude. Yeah. yeah. Six, they list him at 6'6", 315. Yeah. So, yeah. I think he's a little heavier than that. Could be. So, um, really loaded offensive line. I mean, there's not a guy that they kept that you, you, you know, you, you would feel you'd be worried about if he played. I mean, Sills obviously hasn't played in the NFL, but I mean, it's a, just incredibly talented. And that's, you know, and they're all, I mean, other than Sills, they're all Eagles draft picks. Well, Opeta was also undrafted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, eight, eight Eagles draft picks and two. Um, Opeta was never in another camp. So, they're all 10 started their careers here. Yeah. Um, that's incredible. Yeah, it is. And, and Sua has really 
the more you watch him, like he can play. Yeah. And he's probably the backup of both guard spots at this point, even over Driscoll. It looks that way. Yeah. Looks like, I mean, because Driscoll basically just took reps at, at right tackle. Right tackle. It looks like you really have specific left tackle, right tackle backups, which is kind of a luxury. But if the players are talented enough, it's, I get why. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. It's, it's not a bad situation. Although, I bet you if something ever happened to Lane, they'd probably move Jordan to right tackle and play Andre left. Interesting. I, I, I'm not convinced of that. Really? I think that's a much better line. I don't think Jordan likes playing right tackle. I don't care. Well, I just, I'm, I'm not sure he's as, I mean, obviously he's, he's not, not as good, but I think he's a better right tackle than Jack Driscoll. Well, yeah, he is, but I mean, you have to kind of look at the differential at both spots. Yeah, and uh, maybe I, I think they would. I think they would play Driscoll, but it's a good question. Interesting. We'll ask I'll, a hypothetical that they won't answer. I'll ask Nick, and you know, I'm sure he'll answer. <laughs> All right, let's flip to defense. Only 23 players on offense, like we mentioned. Uh, defensive tackle. These five, pretty easy to come up with. Fletcher. Well, Cox. once once we realized that uh, Tui Pelotu had had bypassed Marvin yeah. uh, Wilson, which happened, I would say happened in the last two weeks. I'd say it happened first day of camp when he was out there with the starters. I think they were going to keep him. Yeah, I mean, I he, yeah, but I mean, Marvin, as far as what they did on the field, I thought it was a push through the first couple of weeks. I disagree. I, I think Marlon was ahead of him. Okay. But it doesn't really matter now. It's no. Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Milton Williams, Jordan Davis, and Tui Pelotu. Uh, Kobe Smith and Marvin Wilson both actually played really well this summer. I think both of them are NFL players. I like what I saw from Kobe Smith. He was the guy in camp, and he got hurt in that last preseason game. Um, he was the one guy in camp this year where I went, who the heck is that and why is he playing so well? You know, you thought it would be Rennell Wren because he's a monstrously huge dude, but I thought Kobe Smith had a little juice to him. Yeah, I did too. Um, he was fun to watch I, in uh, in Cleveland. Um, he must, uh, you know, he just had a great one on one uh, series of one on ones against the Browns, and that's that was the first time he really caught my eye. I was impressed with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not really he's not a pass rusher, but he's he's pretty powerful and and explosive. Yeah, and I think the reason another reason Marlon over. Marlon Tuipiloto over Marvin Wilson is that, you know, Marlon's more of a, a nose, whereas Wilson's kind of a three-tech. So you need that backup nose more than you need another three-tech because you have Cox and Hargrave. And, right. Yeah, and Milton's. So. No doubt. Yeah. All right. Um, defensive end. Pretty much. This is what we knew. Yeah. Um, Pretty cut and dry there. Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett, and Teron Jackson. Matt Leo gets cut. He'll be back on the practice squad. Because of that international, he, how we already mentioned it, that international exemption never runs out. It's just infinity. He can be 75 years old and still be Supreme Court justices and international yeah, player exemption. The only thing. Yeah, I'll give Matt Leo credit though. Job for that life. last preseason game, he actually made some plays. He did. He yeah. showed up. Yeah. Um, but those four were pretty easy to to figure out. I still think that that's a position where I thought they were going to add someone. This offseason, they didn't. They did add Hassan Reddick, who's an edge rusher, but no one at specifically defensive ends. That feels nitpicky in a way. But. No, because, I mean, it, it is a different position. and um, At times. At times. Yeah. But, I mean, if it's a different position at times, it's a different position. Um, Michael Buble traffic's getting bad out there. Oh, here comes a limo. They got a big they got a big white stretch. Limo Tell you what, the, the handicap Buble. section was full. The entire parking lot is the handicap <laughs> section tonight. Um, <laughs> what do you think of this group? I mean, Teron Jackson ha- has been really, you know, ha- has been good, but we don't know. Derek Barnett's never been the player we expected. Josh Sweat had a good second half last year, but has never had a, a good full season. BG's 34 and coming off an Achilles. I, I just don't know. No, I, th- I think it's solid, though. I mean, I, I think Sweat's a very good player at this point. Based, I, I know that we have to be a little cautious getting excited about BG because he's 34 and come off the injury, but I'll tell you what, he doesn't look 34 and coming off an injury. That's true. And Barnett, he's an average player, and he's a backup now. Yeah. Um, I I just 
Hassan Reddick is, I mean, he's got a lot of pressure on him to, to get sacks and get pressure and make life uncomfortable for quarterbacks because I, I just don't know who else is going to do it. And any of those guys is, can, you know, potentially do it. But, you know, we'll see. I, I just don't feel great about that group. Okay. And I get that. I, I, I still think it was an area they could have added. But you have the interior guys who are going to warrant double teams, especially Jordan Davis now. We already saw it in the preseason. He's going to get double. It's yeah. going to free up people. Yeah. And Hassan Reddick's going to be one of those guys who probably gets to feast off of it. I, I would think so. Yeah. yeah. I would think so. They kept the three Sams, uh, Hassan Reddick, and both Johnsons, Patrick and Kyron. We knew Patrick was pretty safe bet. I'm not surprised they kept Kyron. I, you know, he has a lot of upside as a pass rusher. He was a draft pick, and he's going to help them from day one on special teams. Yeah, I think it became pretty apparent over the last, you know, little stretch, couple of weeks that he was going to be on the roster, and he he earned it. Yeah, linebacker or off ball linebacker, no surprises. They kept the five: T.J. Edwards, Kaiser White, Nicobe Dean, Davion Taylor, Sean Bradley. Really, the only question was Davion, and I mean, we both had him on our roster. I, they just weren't going to give up on a third round pick yeah. this quick, and they didn't have anyone else pushing for a spot. Right. The only other linebackers they had were Jacoby Stevens and Christian Ellis. Christian Ellis has been hurt, and Jacoby Stevens just wasn't very good. You don't so, think Jacoby Stevens was pushing for a spot there? No, I I don't. Um, I, I by the way, I, you know, I I kind of wish that they would have figured out a way to use him. Cause I think there's something there. Yeah. Uh, we never saw it. We saw it very briefly in his rookie training camp. Yeah. Maybe the first few minutes. <laughs> no, um, no, he had his, his best practice of his rookie training camp. He got hurt and then we never saw you're him. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Yeah. All right. You want to go to corner? I wouldn't be surprised if he's not on the practice squad. He might, might be time for him. to. Yeah. I don't on. think he's going to be on. Yeah. Uh, I think he needs to go somewhere else. Agree. Corners. Corners. Slay, Bradbury, Maddox, McPherson. We knew those four in ink. The last two deserved. The, the last two made it in camp. Yeah. Which is always fun. Josh Job and Josiah Scott. And they made the projections and predictions tough because they're, they're both injured right now. Job has an elbow injury. Josiah Scott a hamstring. And without knowing the severity of those injuries... I don't think anyone was necessarily sure what was going to happen. And we still don't know the severity of the injuries. Well, got, it can't be. Uh, well, we'll see because there's a possibility they can put them on IR once they get through the next round. Yeah, they could. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I think we'll have a pretty good sense tomorrow when we walk out to practice. Yeah. Uh, if they're not there, then they, they weren't practicing a couple days ago. Right. Um, Joe, Joe did a really good job of, of gapping a really large number of young corners. They had that, a million of them. A million of them, and uh, you know when it when it all started, they were it was just this big jumble, and a lot of those guys were here last year. You know, I mean, you look at um, you know at, for for at least part of last year, Carry Vincent Jr. and and um, Tay Gowan, Tay Gowan Matt was McCain. here. Matt McCain was here. I thought you know I thought Matt McCain might have had the edge when it all started, but well, yeah, he was the when they started camp. Matt McCain was the starting. Not starting. He was a second team corner yeah. opposite Zach McPherson. Right. And that spot kept rotating and went to carry Vincent. Uh, I think Tay Gowan got a few snaps there. But once Josh Job got in that spot, he didn't give it up. And there were two other undrafted rookies mm -hmm. uh, who both got more guaranteed money than him. Yeah. Yeah. How Blackwell and Goodrich. Um, Mario Goodrich, Josh Blackwell. So um, Job did a great job. Have we ever talked to Josh Job? He talked after the game, right? I talked to him after the Cleveland game. Yeah. Quiet kid, just about his business, Alabama trained. Yeah. You can tell. Um, but, uh, but the one thing when I talked to him that I was really impressed with, I asked him about how daunting it was when he showed up here and there's just – it's a room full cornerbacks. of all these young corners all fighting for limited spots. And he was like, this is what it was like at Alabama. He's like, I had to kind of fight off – players every year and he started next to Patrick Sertan. He started next to Armour Davis. So he he he's used to that. And I think that really helped him. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Um I think I missed that story somehow. I usually read all your Jeez. stories. I'm sorry. I, you know, there's a lot of them. <laughs> um 
and Josiah Scott's a little different. I mean, he's a guy that was here last year, and and versatility is his big thing. And it wasn't before. He was. People thought the reason he might get cut was because he was a nickel only backup. I give him a ton of credit for playing safety and playing it pretty well yeah. in training camp. Yeah. Yeah, we talked to him. I guess it was the week before, one of those days, one of those two practices before we went to Cleveland, and um, he was just saying how comfortable he feels doing it, and it wasn't a huge transition for him. And the more you can do, the more valuable you are, and that's why he's here. Mm-hmm. Valuable, valuable safety, valuable. and and just Scott kind of fits in the. Oh I, no, Buble traffic is bad. Ninety five <laughs> backed up. Well, it's going to be over. It's backed up to Academy. It's going to be over now. at eight thirty. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if anyone's a Michael Bublé fan, I'm sorry. We, eight ten. We're going to get a lot of emails. Bublé's playing an hour fifty tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, early bird special before um, safety, and we could have put Josiah <laughs> Scott in this guy. No, I love the early we're gonna, bird if, special. If there's a, a, I don't know what the crossover <laughs> Venn diagram for it's Eagles zero. fans and Michael Bublé is. It's zero. But the, there's like five people in that little part in the middle just pissed off. The right Venn now. diagram was like these two ring lights. I was going to move them over <laughs> yeah. here, but I won't. Please they're, don't. They're bolted down. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Finder. Finder would kill me if I did that. All right. Safety. Safety. I mean, we could have included Josiah Scott here, but yeah. he's still a cornerback by uh, by trade and, and by name. So four safeties on the roster. Marcus Epps, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, the new guy, Kayvon Wallace, and Reed Blankenship. Yeah, two two new guys, and good for Reed Blankenship, and good for for Howie for you know letting the guys play in in training camp and and the games. Um, you know, I mean, so many guys earn it and don't get that spot, and they. Uh, I'm I was a believer by by about ten days ago. Mm-hmm. It's like this kid just not only was he making plays, he was never messing up. Always in the right spot. Always in the right spot. Physical. Short tackler. Yeah. Um, and I think it was Nick made made the point that he was a five year starter. He had like four hundred and twenty tackles in <laughs> That's college. Incredible. Um, how he compared him, and I like this comparison. Compared him to uh, Quentin Michael, um, who was also undrafted and ended up making a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Um, Jim Johnson, man, Jim Johnson. Finally, I mean, he was a he was a special teamer the first four years of his career. Barely barely played. He was buried behind Sean Considine. And finally, Jim Johnson, he's like, I, I got to get this guy in the field on defense. And he went to a Pro Bowl the next year um, in 09, I think it was. Um, so that's a good comparison. And um, Quinton was was smart and physical and uh, never messed up, never was in the wrong place. And, and Blankenship, look, I don't know how much safety he's going to play. Uh, should be a really good special teamer, no doubt about it. So um, he'll help immediately on special teams and – Someday I could see this guy playing on defense. Yeah, we'll see. Andre Sashre is the other notable cut at safety. Good special teamer. I guess they felt like they had enough other special teams pieces. They didn't need that. And I, I'm kind of with them. They had By the end of last year, they had Josiah Scott and Zach McPherson as their gunners. Zach Paschal has special teams ability in that area. So they have some other players who can fill those roles. How, uh, surprised about Kayvon being here? No. I had him on my roster. Yeah, I, I did too, but I, I still. Yeah, you know what? He played really poorly in the game, but this is a one of those situations where, you know, in practice, I thought he actually played pretty well. I thought he was okay at times. I thought he was really bad at times. In practice? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. I, I think in the games he struggled. In practice, I, you know, if, if they didn't play the games, I would have said for sure 100% he's on the team. Well, you know. The games matter more than practice, so <laughs> like that's got to change. And I, not the preseason, not the way they view it. And I'm, I'm not saying no, but I mean starting now. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, I don't really know what options they had. Um, I kind of made my feelings about, uh, you know, Rodney McLeod clear, um, but um, it's an interesting group. I mean. You know, Reed Blankenship is an undrafted rookie. Chauncey Gardner Johnson just got here today, or hasn't even gotten here yet. And Mar- Marcus Epps has never been a starter. And Kayvon Wallace has started a handful of games and has been okay, barely. So it's it's still a work in progress. Yeah, I agree with that. And they might not be done. They might not that. be done. And and that's the important thing to remember here. And we've talked about it before. But things are going to change. There's waiver claims to get through. 
they they could put some guys on IR after they carry them through. We saw them do it last year with Tyree Jackson. So things are still going to change. They're still what twelve days before the opener. So and that's always the the worst. I, I gosh, I feel so bad for some kids who think they made the roster and then they'll get a call tomorrow that they're getting I th- cut. I think Howie is is honest with these guys. You know whether it's Josh Sills or Josh Job or Reed Blankenship. Look. We're always trying to make the roster better, and you know we want you here, but um, you know it's possible there'll be and, and other guys too. Mm-hmm. You know there could be moves coming, and um, you know we hope to keep you on the practice squad, but just just know that um, you know you're fighting for your job every day. Yeah, and the way the timing works, and we this really came up last year because of Tyree. They can't IR a guy and use that spot to claim someone who got cut at at this fun at this wave right so it's basically like if they claim player x who got cut by the dolphins today they can't ir josh job and do a swap they have right. to get rid of someone else and then ir the player which doesn't seem right but and and how he's not happy about it probably yeah yeah um i didn't mention the specialists but you know who they are jake elliott aaron sipas rick lovato no competition there yeah uh, there are some punters out there. There are, but I, as silly as it is, they really do value that mecha- mechanism of, of the field goal unit. And yeah, Sipos is a big part of that. He is. You have some trends here? Um, get into? Yeah, just real quick, a couple. Um, 45 of the 53 guys on the roster um, have gotten here since 2018. So only eight guys on the team that uh, have a Super Bowl ring from uh, Minneapolis. BG, Kelsey, Fletcher, Lane, obviously, Sayamalo, Rick Lovato, Derek Barnett, and Jake Elliott. That's it. Um, 16 guys who were on the roster last year. 34 guys that never played under Doug Peterson. Wow. So um, only 19 out of 53 that played for Doug. Obviously, three that paid, played for for Big Red. Um and the same three are the – or four that played for, for Chip because Lane's the only guy left from the Chip era who got here during the Chip area. There's like a monsoon out there, by the way. <laughs> the Buble traffic is really – they're having a hard time. Um, all five draft picks, as, as we said, uh, from this year made the team. Eight of nine from last year, all but Jacoby Stevens. And 20 of the last 24 draft picks from the last three seasons. The last three drafts are still here. Um, 33 former, 33 Eagles draft picks from one year, from any year, uh, are on the roster. That's almost two thirds of the roster are Eagles draft picks, which is ideally how you want to build. Um, the rest of the roster, you know, there's only only um, six free agents, only six guys they brought in as free agents: uh, Hargrave, Bradbury, Pascal, Reddick, um, Kaiser White, and Rick Lovato, who was kind of a street free agent. Um, Two players signed off practice squads, Jake Elliott and Boston Scott. Only one player acquired on waivers. You know who that is? I think you do. <laughs> it's gonna drive Hold on. Crazy. This is gonna drive me nuts. Keep going. Uh five acquired by trade. Slay, Minshew, Josiah Scott, AJ Brown, and Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Boston. Um, now Boston was was um Sign off a practice squad. Sign off a practice squad. Um, six undrafted free agents, uh, and they're guys that were never drafted by anybody. TJ Edwards, Sua, Stoll, Blankenship, Job, and Stills. Three, three this year. It's the first time since 2016 Eagles have had three, at least three undrafted rookies. They kept four in 2016. I'm not going to ask you to name them. Oh, Epsi. Yeah, Epsi was the only uh, is the only one, uh, the only waiver claim. The four undrafted rookies in sixteen were Paul Turner, Dylan Gordon, Destiny Vio, and C.J. Smith, who went to North Dakota State. North Dakota State with Guyanity. They also kept three undrafted rookies in twenty thirteen: Matt Tobin, Damian Square, who I believe is still in the league or was in the last within the last ten years, and Jake Knott. <laughs> Um, listen to this. There's more six-round picks on the team than first-round picks. Eight first-round picks, five second-round picks, four third-round picks, five fourth-round picks, one fifth-round pick, Gainwell. This is Eagles picks and eight six-round picks, two sevens. Um, 
The last thing I have is uh, this is this is crazy. Um, of their of their cuts, seven of them of today's cuts, seven were guys who were twenty seven or older, um, and four were in their thirties. Uh, I mean, Matt Leo's in his thirties, so technically there's four, but uh, it's a very young roster. Um, only five players left in their thirties. BG, Kelsey, Lane, Fletch, and Slay, um, and only f- only five others who are older than 27. So 38 of the 53 on the roster, that's 72%, are 26 or younger. Very young team, a very new team. Young and, and talented. How about that? We'll see about the talented. I, I think they are, but um, you got to go out and play the games. Do you? Yeah, you do. <laughs> I didn't. Howie said that. I, I didn't know that. You have to, you don't win on paper? You don't want a paper unless you're playing crossword puzzles. All right. Yeah. I think we've done enough here. You agree with that? Yeah. Anything? Well, we talked to Nick and Howie. Anything else that we didn't go over that stuck out to you? No. From either of them? You? Dave wants to go home. It's It looks ugly out there. Yeah. I might stay here for Boobly. Boobly? Yeah. Boobly? Boobly. Boobly. How do you pronounce it? I believe it's Boobly. Boobly. I might stay for Boobly. What was this big hit? I might I, yeah, you'd know some of the songs if you're ever in a mall, you'd hear them. Uh, if you I don't to, go to malls ever since the Super Bowl, Super Bowl I fair. won't. I won't go. Oh, he does that "Haven't Met You Yet" song. I know that one. Okay, I, uh, they play that coffee. Yeah, a lot. Ben's right. Christmas music, a big Christmas. Uh, oh, he does "Frosty the Snowman." I know that song. He does. <laughs> he's a big Christmas guy. I think my mom probably throws on a buble. I think he plays the Christmas stuff like in August. I don't think he does. No, no. Uh, probably starts like November, November 1st. I think it's before then. I think he's like a, a department store that he gets it out there early. You think? Yeah. All right. I think so. All right. I'll check you, out the set list. If you enjoy the Eagle Eye podcast, please rate and subscribe wherever you get your pods. If you're watching on YouTube, please click the like button and subscribe there as well. If you like Michael Buble, please don't trash us <laughs> on the on those writings we we don't need that uh that's it we'll talk to you guys later in the week for rube i'm dave this has been eagle